Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the College Hoops Daily Podcast. My name is Zach Kroll, and this is the show where we talk all things college basketball. I just wanted to give you guys a quick reaction to last night's action and mainly the Jimmy V doubleheader, which took place in New York City at Madison Square Garden. Two really good games between four teams ranked all in the top 20 and four teams that ultimately I think could make deep runs in the NCAA tournament. We had Florida Atlantic take on Illinois. That was a really impressive win by the Illini, putting up 98 points in the victory, having two different players score a career high over 30 points. And the Illini as a team shot 63% from the field. They couldn't even miss. What a game it was for the Illini. Congratulations to Brad Underwood and his team on picking up the big victory. And then we also had the reigning national champion, UConn Huskies, pick up a victory over North Carolina. UConn gets it done 87-76. to From my perspective, UConn never really felt that threatened in this game. They really had control of things, I thought, from start to finish. So let's get into it. I'll start off by saying this about Illinois, right? And this is a feeling I've really had throughout the last couple of years watching this program and what they've done since Brad Underwood took over at the start of the 2017-2018 season. First of all, I think Brad Underwood is one of the most underrated coaches in all of college basketball. He's one of these guys, and we're seeing it right now actually in college football with Kalen DeBoer at Washington. Wherever this guy goes, his team just wins. And that's there's not a lot else or more you could ask from a head coach that just wins everywhere he goes. And Brad Underwood, he was making the NCAA tournament consistently when he was at Stephen F. Austin. I remember in 2014, they pulled off a big-time first-round upset over Shaka Smart in VCU, and then they made the next two NCAA tournaments. They pulled another big upset over West Virginia as a 14 seed in 2016. They they were a 14. They beat number three-seeded West Virginia. And then he spent one year at Oklahoma State and got them to the NCAA tournament. And this Illinois program, it was a little bit down in the dumps, right? They went four consecutive years without making the NCAA tournament prior to hiring Underwood. Uh, prior to the start of the 17-18 season. And for a program that was in that position, like Illinois was, where we know what they could have done at their ceiling, right, when they made the 
national championship game. But I just think Illinois fans wanted a guy that would keep them consistently relevant, consistently winning. And even though Brad Underwood hasn't necessarily had that one deep March run yet in Champaign, I think that's coming. And I think he still deserves credit for everything that he's done since getting to Champaign. We forget in 2021, Brad Underwood led Illinois to a Big Ten regular season title, a Big Ten tournament title, and uh, got them a number one seed in the Big Dance. Each of the last two years, Illinois has also made the NCAA tournament, and I know they've only won one NCAA tournament game during that time, and in that year that I mentioned in 2021, they had a pretty disappointing loss in the round of 32 as a number one seed to Loyola Chicago. But all I'm saying is year in and year out, Brad Underwood has this team at least relevant and really right in the mix at the top of the Big Ten. And if you're looking at the Big Ten right now, it's clear, right? Purdue, they are the deserving favorite. They are the team to beat despite their loss on Friday to Northwestern. But looking at some of the other teams that are behind them right now, kind of in the mix for that second place spot. You have Illinois, who I think with Taron Shannon, he's playing like one of the best wings in the country right now. The Southern Illinois transfer, Marcus Domas, those were the two guys I had mentioned that dropped career highs. They combined for 66 points last night, 33 each. Wow. It's clear when those two guys are playing like that, Illinois is very tough to beat. But looking at this box score, the Illini have about eight guys that I think are a threat to do something when they get on the floor. Coleman Hawkins didn't even play that well. This is a guy that easily, he definitely would have been drafted into the NBA last year if he decided to leave, but he decided to come back. He only had nine points, only shot one of five from three. He's going to play much better than that, and he's one of the best passing big men in the entire country. The other thing about Illinois that a lot of people had concerns about with this team going into the season was the point guard position. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And the fact that they have a guy in Ty Rogers who isn't really a true point guard. He is very good at making plays with the ball in his hands. But when you have two guys just creating shots individually off the dribble, like Shannon and Domask did last night, you're not really going to need a true point guard that is setting everyone up all the time. Now, what Shannon and Domas did last night, that's probably not going to be sustainable throughout the course of the season. But last year, Illinois went into the season with a freshman point guard. It was clear that Sky Clark just wasn't really trustworthy with the amount of responsibility Brad Underwood gave him. And when he left the team about halfway through the season, it was clear that everything was just off. I don't think the guys in that locker room last year really mixed and I give Brad Underwood a lot of credit in really prioritizing adding older players in the transfer portal experienced and guys that just care about one thing, and that's winning. And when you watch Illinois last night compared to last year's team, it, it is just such a big difference. And that says a lot when you have some of the same guys 
headlining the team like a Shannon, like a Hawkins, like a Ty Rogers, who was there last year as well. So I think when you look at the Big Ten behind Purdue, you have Wisconsin, who deserves a lot of credit. They got a really nice road win over a Michigan State team that's struggling right now, who was supposed to be the second best team in this conference. But it's clear that right now, and really since the season started, Michigan State has been nowhere close to the team we expected them to be. I like Wisconsin. I also really like Ohio State. I think Chris Holtman has done a really solid job bouncing back from what was just a disastrous season last year. Northwestern is in the mix. Boo Booey, one of the best guards in the Big Ten. So behind Purdue, it's pretty wide open right now. But if you ask me straight up, who is the second best team in the Big Ten? My answer is probably Illinois. And do I think that it's a guarantee that they're going to finish second place in the Big Ten uh, when we look at the standings when it's all said and done? I don't think so. But at the same time, we know how much this conference has struggled to make deep runs in the NCAA tournament over the course of the last few years. And when you look at the upside of this Illinois team, guys like Shannon, guys like Hawkins, guys like Domask are really going to give them the opportunity to make that uh, deep run. I thought FAU was pretty impressive last night. They're exactly the team we thought they were, despite that head-scratching, confusing loss to Bryant early on in the season. I think it's also important to remember that FAU, they're not even 100% healthy right now. They're missing their top on-ball defender in Nick Boyd, who played a really big role in this team's uh, trip to the Final Four last year. You have the dynamic duo in the backcourt with uh, Johnnell Davis and Elijah Martin. I think Illinois' length did a really uh, good job frustrating Martin. I don't think he played particularly great last night, uh, only finished with 13 points. And when you look at FAU too, it is jarring just how much of an impact Vlad Golden makes when he's out there on the floor. Golden only played 19 minutes last night, but he finished with 23 points and he was FAU's best player. Anytime they needed a bucket, they put the ball in his hands and he went to work. Giancarlo Rosado, who's another big man off the bench for FAU, who I really like, he was in foul trouble as well. He was only to play, uh, only was able to play 12 minutes. Trey Carroll, who's another big man who has played sparingly over the course of the season, hasn't really played that big of a role uh, for FAU over the course of the last year plus. He stepped up in a big way. He had 10 points in only 10 minutes, but I thought he really struggled on the defensive end. The point is, I think FAU will be fine. They need to get healthy. They need Nick Boyd back. I still think this is a legit top 10, top 15 team. Are they able to get back to another Final Four? Are they going to be able to win a national championship? I'm not really sure about that, but I think FAU is the exact team, at least I expected going into the season, which is when I had them ranked around the top 10, top 15, and I just cannot wait to see them battle it out with Memphis, uh, uh, especially with those two teams having a lot of history. This whole FAU run really started after that epic 8-9 first-round NCAA tournament game last year, which came down to the absolute wire, and the Owls were able to get the dub. But shout-out to Illinois. I'm a big fan of Brad Underwood and this Illinois team. I think he's one of the more underrated coaches in the country, and I feel like especially after last season, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was easy to get on him for, you know, how outspoken he was with the media. Sometimes he would just openly rip his team. But I thought it was clear that last year, Illinois just did not have the right people in that locker room. And that is not the case this year. Shout out to Brad Underwood for really prioritizing age and experience and guys who want to win in the transfer portal. We'll move on to the UConn-UNC game now. The defending national champions looked really good last night, getting the 87-76 to victory over the UNC Tar Heels. This is now UConn's third win already at Madison Square Garden this season. And I think this was an, an important win for UConn, especially coming off the Kansas loss. Now, I think they're a legitimate top five, maybe even better team, but it just wouldn't have been a great look losing back-to-back games against Kansas and North Carolina. You know, you're the defending national champions. You don't want to lose two games in a row. And this game was never really in doubt from UConn. And I think with this Huskies team, which is impressive, is they have a different guy step up every night, it seems like. Yeah, Tristan Newton has been their most consistent player up to this point, and it is just jarring how improved he is and how much development uh, he had over the course of the last year under Dan Hurley. If you compare... Newton and how he looked as an East Carolina transfer coming into the program last year to now, it's just a jarring, jarring difference. Uh, But Cam Spencer was the one who really stepped up for UConn last night. He played 36 minutes and the Rutgers transfer had 23 points, seven rebounds, six assists, was very efficient from the field, eight of 14, three of nine from three. And Cam Spencer, I think, is a perfect fit with this UConn program and what Dan Hurley wants to do. Just to go at Madison Square Garden and have a moment and have a game like that, that's not something really everyone could do. Spencer is also an older player. He's been playing college basketball for a handful of years now. There's nothing within the game that he hasn't seen. And anytime UConn needed the basket last night, he was able to go and get it. And I think he gave UConn a lot of energy too, like not backing down from Armando Baycott. I know there were uh, a couple technical fouls uh, throughout that game, but Spencer, he really fired up his teammates. He showed them like, we're not going to be afraid of this moment. Here we go. So a really good job by Spencer. Alex Carban also played 38 minutes, had 18 points, nine rebounds. He is just the definition of a winning player. He just helps this team in so many different ways. And I thought the impact he made on the game last night was really impressive considering like his probably his main specialty is just his shooting ability, but he, his finger on his shooting hand is, is kind of messed up and he only shot two of nine from three and still was able to impact the game in a big way. That's what winning players do. And then the other thing for UConn too, Donovan Klingon, who I think it's important to remember, he had a, a foot injury in the off season and he really didn't uh, experience like the full ramp up and the full workload of practice entering the season. And he's a little bit rusty, right? He only played 20 minutes. He only finished with eight points. And it's clear when you watch UConn right now, like he's not really playing like himself. You could even make the argument that as crazy as this might sound, the minutes where Samson Johnson was in there playing the five, UConn looked a little bit better, but Klingon, he was a big reason, at least for me, like why I had UConn ranked in the top 10 in the preseason and why even though they lost so many important pieces from last year's team, like Andre Jackson, Adama Sanogo, Jordan Hawkins, all those guys, his breakout was going to be a big reason why 
I was still confident in UConn as a top 10 team that's going to be competing at the top of the Big East. But the scary thing is he hasn't even played that well up to this point, and UConn is still sitting as a top five team at eight and one, and they are looking like it is very realistic that they could win another national championship. Dan Hurley, and I, I mention this every time I bring up and talk about UConn, it's like it wasn't that long ago after the 2022 NCAA tournament when there were still plenty of questions about his ability to win in March uh, after they just couldn't score and lost in pretty embarrassing fashion against New Mexico State. They got upset in the first round of the 2022 NCAA tournament. And then after that, they just went on this insane streak of winning non-conference games by double-digit points. And that streak just ended against Kansas on Friday night at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. And I haven't recorded since that game. Just a couple of thoughts on it. I think Tristan Newton, he just played so well uh, in that game. He finished, uh, I'm pulling it up right now, with 31 points. He played 38 minutes and was 6 of 9 from 3. He just couldn't miss in that game. It was really impressive. I think it's also important to note that Cam Spencer was a little bit banged up. He only had 6 points, did not play well. He had, uh, went 2 of 12 from the field, but it was clear that like the lift on his legs just weren't really there. Uh, and something was clearly off, but he looked much better uh, on Tuesday night at Madison Square Garden against North Carolina. And UConn, it is just insane, the run that Dan Hurley is on with this team. It's also important to remember that five-star freshman, Stefan Castle, this was his first game back after missing uh, a little bit of time uh, with uh, an injury, uh, so uh, a knee injury to be more specific. So the scary thing is, like, not everything has even gone right for this UConn team to start off this season, and they are still playing excellent basketball. And the Big East as a conference in general, I think it's pretty fascinating right now because when you compare it to other leagues, I don't think there's another league in the country that has as good of a top three as UConn, Marquette, and, and Creighton, whatever order you want to put them in. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But then when you look at the rest of the conference, it's been pretty disappointing. I had expectations for Providence and St. John's to make the NCAA tournament. Rather, I don't want to say easily, but, you know, pretty comfortably. And I still think St. John's will be there. I still think Providence will be there. But after the way Providence just dominated Wisconsin, who that's aging to be a very good win. After the way Providence just dominated them, I thought that, man, there's a chance that even though this is only Kim English's first year in Friartown, there was so much talent on that roster that I thought, man, Providence might just be like a consistent top 25 team throughout the season, kind of like Texas Tech 
uh, when they first lost Chris Beard in their first year without him, it, it felt like the whole season was just a revenge tour. And Providence has taken a couple of losses. They, they lost to Kansas State. They lost to Oklahoma last night. So they still have a lot of work to do. I like St. John's. I think they've already gotten better throughout the, the first month uh, plus of the season, but they need to add a little bit more to their resume, and that will come within Big East play. But Villanova, they've been very disappointing. They are 0-3 in Big 5 play. They also lost last night to Kansas State in a game uh, in overtime that they really just had many chances of winning. Seton Hall is not very good. They're not going to be an NCAA tournament team. DePaul is a, a tire fire. They are probably the worst program in all of Power 6 basketball right now. Georgetown hasn't really gotten it going with Ed Cooley. I think Butler's been a lot better than people expect, but I still think they have something to prove. We'll see just how good they are uh, when they play a little bit better opponents, but that win over Texas Tech was really good. They picked up a couple nice wins against Penn State and Boise State uh, during Feast Week at the ESPN Invi uh, Events Invitational. So with, we'll see with them. But I think the point is the Big East as a league, it's in a very interesting spot considering there's a clear top three. There are a couple teams in the middle that have been a little bit disappointing, and the rest of the league is just not very good. My last thought on UConn, I wanted to mention and shout out freshman Solomon Ball, who... I think he did a really good job stepping up last night, and I'm just seeing this quote from him now. This is on uh, Solomon Ball on playing Kansas and North Carolina in back-to-back -back games. Quote, we go into these other games, the Big East games. I just feel like we're going to be all prepared to kick everyone, to kick everybody in the throat, really. I'll say it again. Solomon Ball last night on playing Kansas and North Carolina in back-to-back -back games. We go into these other games, the Big East games, I just feel like we're going to be all prepared to kick everybody in the throat. And as a freshman, that's a great mentality to have. I think he played with that mentality last night, hit a couple big shots. I think when UConn really needed them most, and there's just so much talent on this team between him and Samson Johnson, kind of the, the other guys outside of your Carabans and Klingons and Spencers and Newtons, when those guys are stepping up and those guys are playing well, that's when this UConn team is really hard to beat. And I think Ball, throughout the first couple games of the season, had shown some nice flashes. But this was really his first signature game, scoring 13 points, going 5 of 8 from the field and 3 of 6 from 3. Before we wrap, a couple of thoughts on North Carolina. I think UNC is like a top 15, top 20 team. I just don't really know what exactly their ceiling is just yet. It was obviously a huge year for Hubert Davis going in. Considering what happened last year with North Carolina entering the season as a preseason, uh, they were the preseason number one team. They were fresh off that crazy run to the national championship game behind Caleb Love and RJ Davis and Armando Baycott. And that was after they had a pretty disappointing first uh, regular season for Hubert Davis. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the ACC, unlike the Big East that we were just talking about, I think it's pretty wide open at the top. Right now... I'm not really sure who the better team is between Duke and North Carolina. The Blue Devils, of course, took a loss to Georgia Tech. 
this past weekend that was following up their loss in the first ever ACC SEC challenge against Arkansas. I think both teams have a little bit of stuff to figure out right now. One thing about UNC, it's very fun to watch RJ Davis cook without the ball in his hands. I think Elliot Cadeau for a guy that should be in high school right now, like a reclassified freshman, he's uh, a very good gifted passer. And I think he does a good job setting up that offense. Harrison Ingram is another guy that just continues to impress. I've heard some North Carolina fans say that he's made kind of like a Brady Manic impact uh, on this team. If you remember, Brady Manic was a guy that was kind of in a similar situation to Ingram, older player who transferred uh, into Chapel Hill, who made a really big impact on that team two years ago, really impacted winning. And Harrison Ingram with 20 points last night, he was impressive. I thought Baycott played better than he did in uh, Atlantis. 13 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, he and Cam Spencer, again, were just going at it. But I think North Carolina, looking at things from their perspective, they're fine. Uh, they're about a top 15, top 20 team. And after about an 11-day break, they're going to have two pretty big non-conference games before the start of ACC play. That will be against Kentucky in the CBS Sports Classic. That's going to be in Atlanta. And then they'll take on Oklahoma, another neutral site game in the Jumpman Invitational uh, the Sooners have been playing phenomenal basketball. They are have started the season at 8-0. Uh, they'll take on Arkansas this weekend. They're very excited about that game. But the Jimmy V is also very – it's always a very fun event to watch, uh, especially in recent years having some of the best teams in the country. Again, all four of these teams were ranked in the top 20. All four of these teams, I think, have the potential to make deep runs in the NCAA tournament. And having all of them at Madison Square Garden for one event – for such a great cause was a uh, really fun to watch last night so really good job by illinois and yukon getting in the victory column uh, a couple players in particular had some really impressive performances and it's always great talking college basketball with you guys i'll be back later in the week everyone have a good one and thanks for listening Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.